2: The following documents and recordings are the seventh instalment in a compilation detailing the events the repair team sent to outpost Freestead, consisting of Dr Rosa Della Torre, Walter Heath, Graeme Kasner, Dr Karina Schumacher-Weiss and Jonas Thornensen. In the winter months, Gale storms in Svalbard can reach wind speeds of 130 km per hour. Accompanied by or following snowfall, such storms can reduce visibility dramatically. More so in the winter months of the polar night. During these storms, travel is not advised. The White Vault. Previous instalment, the assessment and repair team faced confusion at the discovery of the human organs in the stone box brought back from the village. On edge, they face a difficult time ahead. This first small note comes from Mr. Kasner, who brought a quick note on the end of a previous note written by Dr. Della Torre. <laughs>
3: 1am, awoken by sound. Others awake as well. Sounds like scratching outside bunker. Otherwise unidentifiable. No one seems hurt. Bear.
2: Following this brief note, we have an audio recording from Mr. Heath's camcorder from the night's incident.
4: What is that? I don't know. Be quiet. I want to get the next one on tape. Do you? Shh!
5: Graham, what is that? I have
4: no idea.
1: Where are you going? I'm going to check the door.
4: Stay here. That door should certainly be locked. I'll weld it shut if I must.
1: It's nearly minus 18 degrees out there. What...
3: Locked. I can't see anything out the windows, but I think it's coming from the east side, near the auxiliary bunker.
1: What could be out there in this cold? Wind is strong, maybe it's... it's... something broke? The transmitter. This bunker is sturdy, yes? We're going to be fine.
3: About two feet of solid concrete and steel supports. Here, the auxiliary bunker is just
4: as strong, and I locked it. I always lock it. Right. The transmitter seems fine. Jonas, the camera, Jonas. Hmm. Uh, yes, uh, here it is. It's mostly recorded Rosas back. I'm afraid. Not a problem. Just trying to record the sound. Not enough time to boot up the computer. Any ideas yet on what this is? I think Karina might be onto something.
1: What? What did I say? broken thing?
3: Yes. If something outside has become broken or dislodged, the wind could be
4: scraping it against the building. So, we are whispering so an inanimate object doesn't hear us.
5: Seemingly so. Seemingly so. It has to be something big to make such a noise. When the wind dies down, it should stop. A storm, though, likely to stop in the middle of the night. Could we check outside? Should we check outside? No.
3: Going out in the current conditions and with a possible animal threat is highly unadvisable.
1: So you do think it's an animal?
3: I'm saying we don't know what it is,
5: so we are not going out there. It started around 1. Maybe a reindeer scratching antlers against the concrete?
1: I've never seen a reindeer. I hope it's a reindeer
5: rather near their natural range in the National Park.
4: The shedding season for their velvet was months ago. So I'm guessing a no to the reindeer theory. Pity, I like that theory. It was a comforting theory. I'm sure if it's a bear, it can't hear us through the concrete or over the wind. Very true.
1: So, so what? Uh, Can we just go back to sleep?
5: Yes, I would guess so.
1: These sounds should have happened by now.
5: Everyone quiet.
4: Is it over? It's been about half an hour.
0: Maybe the wind subsided slightly.
4: Or it left. I still hear wind. I haven't stopped hearing wind.
1: (sighs) Well, I'm awake. This is what I get for going to sleep so early.
4: Can I speak with you for a minute then?
1: Sure.
4: I'm going back to sleep,
5: if I can. Interest you
1: in a late night
0: drink? Graham?
2: It was here that the first recording for that night ended. The next recording comes from Mr. Heath's personal computer mere minutes after the previous recording ended.
1: For me to never go to sleep again, huh?
4: I just thought you'd want to know. You were asleep when we found out. Walter's right to tell you really.
1: Uh, are you sure it was a, a heart? A, a tea? I mean it could it could be any animal, right? It could be a, a reindeer, a, a fox?
4: Rosa was sure.
1: She I really don't believe in haunted houses or superstition, but I, I want to leave this place. Please, let's just pack up and go. Fuck the storm, let's just go.
5: I don't think that that is an option. Being irrational about some strange archaeological find is not a valid reason to put the whole team at risk of death on the trip back to Mialiseth.
4: If Kasna thinks it's too dangerous to go, it is. He may be a bit coarse, but he knows what he's doing out here.
1: Walter, that a will change my mind. I still want to leave.
4: We all do, and we will, when we can.
5: When it's safe. <sighs>
1: I'm getting a drink. I don't see much sleep in my future.
4: Feel like i made a mistake by doing a good thing wait until you have children that feeling is common what's that then from your girls
5: the necklace yeah yeah they made it for me when they were very young it's a charm for good luck i believe it works as i've been on many trips and come home from all even one where i stood on a boat actively sinking beneath me
4: that sounds like a story
5: not really. I met with a client who wanted to go whale watching on this tiny fishing boat. It looked to be about 70 years old, and we were about a half mile out of the harbour when it started to sink. The engine flooded, and a couple of day fishers picked us up before we even got our boots wet.
4: Oddly, you made that adventure sound like just another boring day in the life of Jonas. It wasn't much of an adventure, I assure you. This was in Iceland? No,
5: Denmark. A couple of years ago. Icelandic boats don't sink.
4: Well, maybe we could use some more good luck with this fucking storm. It can't last forever. The luck or the storm? Both. I've been listening to the recording a few times more than you all. Uh, I'm still at a loss for what it is. Many working theories? A sports chant in some Nordic language just before someone breaks their legs on the pitch? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that to be true. Could I get you to listen to it? I don't speak Norwegian or anything of the like.
5: Perhaps later. It's
4: not a sound that will help put me to sleep. Fair enough. Oh, Karina, I wouldn't go in there. Rosa and kasner are in there.
1: No, I I just saw Kessner in the common room.
4: No, they are most certainly in there.
1: But I... Hold on.
5: Sorry. You, you are having coffee at this hour?
1: No, it's hot chocolate. How
5: did
4: you get that? Can I have some?
1: If you wanted some, you should have packed some.
4: Fair enough. Same for a cup of tea, i found.
1: Mind if I sit here and read? Not at all.
4: Uh, mind your ankle.
2: <sighs> the following note was found scrawled in the back few pages of a copy of a 1994 fischer Taschenbuch verlag printing of Kofkus-Schloss. Dr. Schumacher Weiss's handwriting is small and at points overlaps, which accounts for the limited space and possibly poor lighting of the room. The book was found under the chair in the male sleeping quarters.
1: What I aim at with this writing is to keep hold of my sanity. Perhaps this is all my own work. This may all be the product of a damaged mind. A broken injured brain. I want to take my mind from my fears of my life. And perhaps my interest in Kafka's work is not the best choice of alternatives. I knew I should have brought different books. I woke from nightmares I cannot remember, to the sound of something carving against our bunker. The others woke as well. I'm I'm not alone in this. The carving sound as though a large steel pipe is being forcefully scratched against the concrete, and though it has stopped, I'm now fully awake. More so now that they have informed me of what they found in the box they brought back from the village. A heart and teeth, sealed up in stone and carelessly smashed apart by force. If there was no bad luck before, surely invited it there's more. I went to make myself a hot chocolate, a comfort from my childhood, and was still half asleep at this point. I really didn't bring much, but powdered milk is really not an alternative to just substitute for water, so I quickly boiled up some water and had my drink prepared soon enough. When I turned to return to my room with my mug, there, in the dark of the common room, I saw the hunched figure of Kastner sitting on the sofa. Kastner is an interesting man, and a man of few words. I asked him if he was okay, but he, he did not move or respond. Well, uh, given the upsetting circumstances of the night, I, I simply assumed he was drinking, uh, and I left him alone, planning to return to my room to read and enjoy my drink. When I walked down the single narrow hall to enter my room, Walter stopped me. He said Kastner and Rosa were in there. But, but I had just seen Kastner, so I, I didn't think this was true. I, I quickly returned to the common room, but, but it was empty. No one had passed me in the hall. I'm just sitting in a man's bunker room while, while Walter and Jonas returned to sleep that Kessner's is in the other room with Rosa and it has been there for some time. I have finished my drink. I do not think I will sleep tonight. Dr. Karina Schumacher-Weiss.
2: Oddly, Dr. Schumacher-Weiss signed her writings in the back of Dash Schloss, filling the remainder of its final page with her sprawling signature. The following is a note from Mr. Kasner's collection of action reports, written either the night of the sound or the following morning.
3: At approximately 0100 hours, the assessment and repair team all awoke to the sound of a loud, consistent scratching against the outside of the bunker. The bunker is approximately two feet of solid, mixed concrete and steel support beam, so no animal in the area can get through. Given this fact, many of the others calmed. Additionally, it has been speculated that the sound was caused by a loose piece of equipment being dragged along the bunker's exterior due to the high winds. The scratching sound stopped at approximately 0, 0130. The sound had occurred once every 40 seconds or so. Though the sound has stopped, I can determine a change in neither the wind, strength, nor direction. If it was a piece of equipment, it may have become further dislodged. I will inspect the outdoor equipment with Mr. Heath tomorrow. Dr. Karina Schumacher-Weiss has seemed to make a general recovery from her fall and injury within the cave. When we do proceed to mount the snowmobiles for return there should be little to stop her from competently piloting home, as it requires no movement of her injured ankle. I am relieved to already know she is a competent snowmobile operator. Mr. Walter Heath and Mr. Jonas from Seija have recorded and enhanced some odd thing from the transmitter. They received some message of people talking or singing, and then the sound of some Animal and individual in pain. I worry it may be some tourists stuck out on the ice somewhere, perhaps in the national park. We are not equipped to make a search, but I will report my concerns to the station upon return. Dr. De La Torre has performed her job admirably, and she has been a great asset on this job. Without her expertise, we may not have been able to transport Dr. Schumacher-Weiss safely back to the bunker, or ensure she was not injured further. In many regards, weather outstanding, we have been lucky. I enjoy Dr. De La Torre's company.
2: The next memo is a small piece of writing on a scrap of paper. The back side of the paper has a picture drawn in crude browning ink of a capital E and a lowercase T, embellished with serifs and points. As it was torn from a larger piece of paper, perhaps there was more printed than we were able to find.
5: I will make it home. I will see the sunrise over Faxaflo and hike with my girls up the ridges when they are older. I will return to Hulda and our home warmth and
2: love. This concludes those documents related to the night the group awoke to the disturbing noise outside the safety of their bunker. This completes the seventh collection of information regarding the repair team at Outpost Freestead. The White Vault.